Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. Benjamin Franklin. Welcome to Retirement Mentorship, your mentor to and through retirement. I'm your host, Freeman Lindy, Certified Financial Planner. We've talked quite a bit lately about getting a plan, particularly an investment plan. But what exactly does that mean? How do you create a financial plan? That's coming up on the Retirement Mentorship Podcast. First, the two men tune in. Primary points of the podcast in about two minutes. Everyone should have a financial plan. Everyone needs one created. But when it comes to who can create that plan, there are some requirements. I've identified five requirements for creating a financial plan. They are the five C's of creating a financial plan. In order of importance, from most important to least important, number one, competence. If you can't do it, don't try. Number two, capacity. If you don't have the time or energy to create a financial plan, it will not actually get done. Number three, commitment. Can you create your financial plan and stick to it for decades? Number four, contentment. Do you enjoy it? Do you have a passion for finances that is driving your creation of the financial plan? And number five, character, meaning personality. Do you have the right personality to create a financial plan and stick to it? We'll uncover what each of these means more in depth here in this episode. And in the end, you'll know whether you have what it takes to create your own financial plan, or if not, what to look for in someone who is creating your plan for you. That's coming up on the Retirement Ship Podcast. Creating a financial plan, the five C's. We've spent the last several weeks talking about some of the ways to not do financial planning. We spent several weeks on the life insurance lies and how there are many financial service representatives out there, aka advisors, who push permanent life insurance as the catch-all that you need. I asserted in those episodes that if you have a full financial plan that you stick to over the decades, that you almost certainly do not need permanent life insurance, and there are much better strategies out there. We then talked about some of the issues with default investing, risk tolerance questionnaires, and how many people's lifetime returns are dictated by a five-minute questionnaire. And also target date funds, the default options in our largest wealth building tool, our employer retirement plans. The action for those episodes was to get an investment plan. If you don't have one, you need one. And an investment plan is part of a overall financial plan. And so what does it mean to have a financial plan? How do you create a financial plan? Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. And so if you are winging your finances and winging your investments, you will not do as well as a properly thought out and created financial plan that you follow over the decades. You need a financial plan. You need to create a financial plan. We are going to take the next seven weeks to discuss creating a financial plan. And the first step in creating a financial plan is to determine who will create that plan. Whether it is you or someone else, I've identified five C's that you need to have to be qualified to create a financial plan. There's a spectrum that we are all on. It is the DIYer versus delegator spectrum. Some people are do-it-yourselfers to a core. No matter what, they will not hire anyone to do anything. They want to learn it and do it themselves. 
whether it's saving money or because they just love learning and doing it themselves, these type of people will gather information and create their own financial plan. Then there are the delegators, those who don't want to do anything except for their core competencies and the core things they enjoy. And they will delegate anything and everything else to experts and professionals outside so that they can focus on what they enjoy. And of course, we have people all across the spectrum in between those. Some who do some things themselves, but would like to delegate the truly difficult or complex pieces to someone else. Take a moment to think about where you fall in that spectrum. Are you listening to this podcast to gather information so that you can do your own finances? Or do you simply want to build your belief and make sure that you have delegated some of these things to someone else who is eminently qualified to do them for you? As we look through the five C's of creating a financial plan, I want you to first apply these to yourself. Do you have these five C's? If you do, you may be qualified to create your own financial plan. If any of them are lacking, either fully or partially in yourself, is the person you are working with or is the person you will be working with, do they have all five C's in abundance? Let's look at the five C's you need to create a financial plan. In the order of most important to least important, they are competence, capacity, commitment, contentment, and character. Let's look at each of them in depth. The most important of the C's is competence. If you are not competent to create a financial plan, then you simply cannot do it. If you are working with someone who pretends that they know how to do financial planning, but don't have the competencies, then you need to find someone else. This is, I think, rather obvious. If you don't understand investing and don't know how to create a portfolio for your specific situation and goals, then you should not attempt to do so. If you are working with a professional that is creating your portfolio and all they did was to fill out a risk tolerance questionnaire with you and base your portfolio off of that, they lack the competence to be doing what they are doing. You need to find someone who is competent to create your investment plan. Same goes for your tax planning, your estate planning, your insurance planning. Each of these areas require you to be competent in them before you attempt to create that part of your financial plan. The areas of financial planning are getting organized, cash flow and net worth, investment planning, insurance planning, tax planning, retirement planning, and estate planning. You may find that you are competent in some of those areas. You may be a diligent budgeter and track and control your cash flow very well. And you may know where everything that you have is and what it's worth. And so you don't need to delegate the cash flow and net worth portion of your financial plan. You could create that plan yourself. And maybe you are even proficient in investments and you have done a lot of work on that and you know how to pick good investments and stick with them for decades. And you have the other four C's that are required for that. But perhaps you don't truly understand estate planning or tax planning or realize you could be paying the government more than they need and attorneys more than you have to. You will want someone to do that part of your financial plan. Someone who's competent in tax planning and estate planning that can guide you to the creation of your overall financial plan. Competence is key, not just confidence. 
Either you will need the competence in every single area of financial planning to make it yourself, or you will need to find someone and delegate those portions of the financial plan to who is competent in these areas. You simply cannot make a financial plan if you don't understand all of the ramifications of each of those areas. Competence is key. Number two, capacity. Capacity comes in two forms, time and energy. There are many people who are competent to make their own financial plan, but they lack either the time or the energy to do this. I've worked with many bright and brilliant people, doctors and attorneys and engineers and all types who are or could be completely competent to make their own financial plan. But what they lack is the capacity. They are so busy doing what they do best, they don't have the time to learn everything that they would need to learn to become competent to create their own plan. Or they just don't have the energy. Maybe you have small kids at home. Maybe you have aging parents you must take care of, in addition to all of your other work and other responsibilities. You may want to create a financial plan and have the competence to do it, but will it actually get done? If it is constantly on the back burner because you lack the time or energy, you may have all of the other C's but simply lack the capacity. Knowing you need a financial plan and even believing you need a financial plan is not the same as creating it. And if you lack the time and energy to do so, then it will not get done. You need to find someone else who has the capacity to do it quickly. For most people, Every month, and especially every year, you delay getting a financial plan is costing you both real dollars now and potential dollars in the future from not having your financial plan aligned with your goals and your values. Capacity is number two. Number three, commitment. Can you do it consistently for decades? Winning with finances is a marathon, not a sprint. Many people can stick to a diet for days and even weeks, but can they stick to it for months or years? Usually not. And a financial diet may be the hardest one to stick to, especially when other messages are constantly being bombarded at you. Do you have the commitment to a financial plan to stick with it through thick and thin over not just years, but decades? Some people are able to do that. They have what it takes to commit to something and never deviate. Other people know that this is not their strong suit. And you will want to work with someone who is committed to your financial plan and will keep you committed to the same. Think back. Did you ever make a commitment to yourself or to someone else that you had every intention of keeping for months, years, or even decades? Did you fail on that commitment? If so, you may need to find someone who can help you in that commitment. The stakes are far too high to bail on your financial plan halfway through. We've talked about this before, about how one of the most dangerous and deadly mistakes that you can make is to bail on an equity investing plan at the bottom of a market. Or to abandon all of your disciplined and patient investing principles to chase the shiny new fad or fashion. Can you stick to your financial plan for decades? Do you have the commitment? 
Number four is contentment. Do you enjoy financial planning? Do you love it? Do you have a passion for numbers and budgets and investing? Some of us do. I know a couple of weird cats that really, really enjoy spreadsheets and dollars and goals and plans and investing and estate planning and taxes. There are some people that are simply wired for this. But I think a lot of people don't enjoy it. And I've always thought that life is too short to force yourself into doing things that you hate. You could, of course, apply these five C's to many professional areas of life. Take auto mechanics, for example. That's a profession, and it's a profession I'd rather not get involved with. When I have issues with my car, I take it to my mechanic. Do I have the competence to fix it myself? No. Could I? Probably. I might be able to learn those things. Do I have the capacity to? I could probably shift some things around to get it done. Certainly, I could probably save some money if I learned a few of these tips and tricks to fix some of the small things myself. But do I love it? Do I enjoy it? No. I personally don't enjoy tinkering on cars and fixing things. It's just not my passion. My passion is for spreadsheets and numbers and investing and estate planning and tax planning. That is where my passion lies. And so anytime I have an issue with my car, I take it to someone whose passion it is to fix those issues. And they do a great job and it frees up my time and energy and capacity for something that I truly enjoy, either time with my family or work in the profession that I love so much. My fear is that many people have been talked into trying to do financial planning themselves who don't really enjoy it. And one of the things that holds a lot of people back, besides capacity, is simply their contentment. They don't enjoy it, and so they don't want to do it. They'd rather spend their time with their families or in their career or at their hobbies, things they actually enjoy. And while there are some things you can't delegate, your spending, for example, you were the only one that spends your money, so you need to be in control of that and a good financial plan. If you don't enjoy researching investment types and allocations and asset classes and retirement funds and retirement accounts and all these minutiae, Perhaps delegate it to someone who does and spend that time with your family or your hobbies or your passions. Contentment, your happiness, it does matter. Number five is character. I'm not primarily talking about your trustworthiness, although if you are delegating this to an advisor or planner, then that certainly matters. Their character is everything. You need to have someone that not only can you trust, but who is trustworthy. They're worthy of that trust because they put their clients first, above themselves and their firm and anyone else, and do the right thing with competence and capacity and commitment, and preferably contentment as well. So that type of character matters when you are delegating to someone else. You are generally, though, not going to be untrustworthy with your own money, although some of us probably are. So this type of character that I'm talking about is more along the lines of your personality. There are some personality types that are made for financial planning and some that are frankly are not. There are plenty of personality tests you can take out there and some of those personality types or traits matter specifically to financial planning. For instance, in the big five personality 
trait quiz. One of the traits is neuroticism. Now, it kind of gets a bad rap because it sounds negative, but really it is more just how much do you worry about things? How much do you think them over? How much do things affect you that happen in the real world? So if you are, for example, someone who worries about everything, and you know that worrying doesn't necessarily help, but you can't help overthinking things and worrying about them and obsessing over them, you probably should not have your finger on the trigger of your investment plan. Your personality likely isn't good for sticking with things for decades and weathering the ups and downs of the market. You'll likely want to work with someone who is very low in neuroticism and who does not get upset by the ups and downs of the market and the swings of life. And it turns out that a lot of financial planners are low in neuroticism. There was a study that was done that measured the different personality traits of financial advisors and found that most of them were actually quite low in neuroticism, that the ups and downs of the market did not affect them that much, less so at least than the average American. So that would be an element worth thinking about. Is there anything in your personality, anything in your character that would either make you really good for financial planning, creating your own financial plan, or would be a negative and should cause you to delegate some or all of the financial planning process? Or take another. There's other personality quizzes that will measure your level of analytics. Some people are very analytical and other people are more sensing or feeling. You need at least some ability for analytics to create your financial plan. And if you don't have that, perhaps you need to find someone who does. Or perhaps if you're married, one of you is analytic and the other is not. And that person will be the one who will create the plan or work it. So character, your personality, it does matter when creating a financial plan. And it does matter in the person that you hire to create your financial plan. You need a financial plan. You need to create a financial plan. And you need to do it now. If you are going to create a financial plan, you need the competence to create that plan and to understand all the different aspects of financial planning. You need the capacity, the time, and energy to actually do it and get it done as soon as possible. You need the commitment, the consistency to stick with it for decades. You need contentment. You need to enjoy the process and sticking with it. And you need character, the right personality and traits to be able to create and stick with a financial plan. These five C's apply to all the areas of financial planning. Getting organized, cash flow and net worth, investment planning, insurance planning, tax planning, retirement planning, and estate planning. If you lack any of these C's in any of these areas, then you'll want to find someone who can fill that gap with you and help you to create and stick with your financial plan. Over the next five weeks, we'll dive more into each of these areas of financial planning and what it means and how you create a plan for that area and what are the things that you need to be thinking through to create that. And then in week seven, we will discuss finding a financial planner. If you get through all that and you realize the complexity of financial planning and everything that's involved and you want to delegate some or all of that, how do you find that person to do that? And what's the best way to go about that? So we'll cover that as well. 
If you have any questions about creating a financial plan or about the five C's, you can email them to questions at retirementorship.com or you can call 1-855-6-MENTOR and we would be happy to speak with you. Otherwise, stay tuned for the future episodes on creating a financial plan and we will see you next week. This podcast is educational only and is not intended to be investment, legal, or tax advice or recommendations, whether direct or incidental. Again, this is not investment advice. Consult your financial, tax, and legal professionals for specific advice related to your specific situation. Never take investment advice from someone who doesn't know you and your specific situation. All opinions expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the speakers expressing them. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Retirement mentorship is not affiliated with or controlled by any registered investment advisor, broker-dealer, or other financial services company.